Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Uh, I think we're on episode 92. Sounds about right. We're getting close to the the Hundy mark. Yeah. Nothing happens at Hundy, but <laughs> nope. I mean, time is this not, point is just an two illusion years until a Hundy and four. Yeah, no <laughs> advertising, so that's nope. good. Taking a step backwards like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, the audio quality is better. Yes, yes. We, we got reports. Our friend uh, things, Yaro from the, the band Evolve <laughs> helped. Evolve.us if you want to go check them out. E-V-O-L-V. Yeah. Turns out audio was much easier to mix, not on laptop speakers. That's true. Using the headphones definitely helped. Like I'd been saying for a year and a half. I, <laughs> I don't listen to you. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. You hear about not the... so clearly. What? Huh? <laughs> reviews? Yeah. No reviews. All right. Charts? Uh-huh. Way off the charts. Woo-hoo. Patreon? Yeah. Still have four subscribers, hey, but thanks, we don't guys. have five. <laughs> Emails? Mm-hmm. Even, <laughs> even Walker doesn't email us anymore. <laughs> like, fuck these He's guys. He's like, stop making fun of me every time I fucking email you. <laughs> All right, we're going to play my favorite game before we get into the news. Mm-hmm. Box office. Box office. All right, Daniel. Oh, shit. I didn't even attempt to look at it. Good. That's the game. Deadline reports. Not box office mojo. Deadline reports. The top two movies of this past weekend at drive-in theaters. Now, unlike last time we played, these are not like classic movies. These are newer movies. These are, yeah, modern. One's very modern. And one's pretty. An an actual new movie? Uh, Not an actual new movie. The okay. one that was not in theaters too long ago. And one that was a couple years old, but still fairly new. What do you think? Okay, so I noticed last week that there was a bunch of Disney-owned stuff that was on these lists. Alright, I'm going to give you a hint. Both of these movies <laughs> are owned by Disney. Okay. So, uh, one of them's probably an Avengers. You're not wrong. Uh, is it Avengers Endgame? It is! Yeah! That's the, the second... Okay. With $260,000 in the box office and drive-ins. Not million, thousand. $260,000. <laughs> and the number one is also a Disney-owned movie. Uh, I'm going to go with Star Wars. Incorrect. No. Ooh, this is an is animated film. It is a Pixar movie that is oh. modern. No, I'm sorry. It is not a Pixar movie, but it is animated and is modern. Oh, so it's a, a Disney proper animation? Correct. Oh uh, shit! Uh, Frozen two, incorrect. Frozen one, incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Princess and the Frog because they're doing that Splash Mountain redo. No, but that's a good guess. Oh, oh, it'd make me happy if that movie was making lots of money. I'll give you another hint. This movie mm-hmm. kind of awoken me that I might be a little bit of a furry. <laughs> and Disney specifically <laughs> allowed. <Hood>. Disney specifically <laughs> allowed. Furry groups to have screenings of this Where is movie. It the old school Robin. No, it's more <laughs> modern than it that. It was modern as the the Jungle Book, but that's a CG. Nope. Uh, just tell me. Zootopia. Oh, of course. Duh. Two hundred eighty thousand, twenty thousand more at the box oh, office. I fucking love that movie. Zoot- I know. I love Zootopia. Yeah. And you know what? The rabbit kind of got me. Yeah. It was Jenny Hobbs? 
it's kind of all about like the CIA giving the black community crack in the eighties. Yeah. There's a lot of racist uh, stuff in that movie and it's great to watch. It has a great message. Yeah. And I'm kind of weirdly sexually attracted to the rabbit. Oh yeah. It's weird. Especially when the, the Fox like bites her, like fake bites (laughs) her. I'm like, Oh, they get weird. Uh, So, Almost legit to spit take. Yeah, with a white claw. You almost spit take with a white claw. <laughs> it's eleven thirty at night on a Tuesday. You're drinking a white claw. Time doesn't Time fucking doesn't matter. matter. And also, you're supposed to drink alcohol at night. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> but on a weekday, you got work tomorrow. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I'm working right now. <laughs> side note: weird furry story. That's fine. Um, that uh, also for- I can drink at my job. <laughs> <laughs> we all can creators are amazing uh so former co-host of the show mason mm. is having a bachelor party whoop, whoop. and i'm planning this bachelor party yeah you are it's in a planning couple weeks the shit out of it now, i know he doesn't listen but i'm still not gonna drop because it's a surprise but to throw him off the scent i accidentally sent him a link to a furry <laughs> convention in akron ohio accidentally in quotes yeah <laughs> So I sent him this thing because it's the same weekend as the bachelor party and I kept threatening to take him to Akron and I found there was this goddamn furry convention and I'm like, that was perfect. And so he's like, I don't know if this is like a coincidence or if you built this website. (laughs) I'm like, that's a fucking bit. Oh, man. That'd be amazing. All right. Let's get into some news. You have a whole lot of time on your hands lately. I do. I could build all sorts of websites for dumb bullshit. AMC and Regal mm-hmm. are both <laughs> suing oh God. the state of New Jersey. <laughs> oh, fuck. I like this. All right, so there's a lot to unpack oh. with this story. So here's what it is. Mm-hmm. New Jersey and New York, but they're not yep. going after New York. They're both allowing churches to be open and have you know services, okay. but not movie theaters, uh, amongst okay. a list of other things. Mm-hmm. And their First Amendment argument is yep. that... Yeah, this is the same thing. Yeah. One, yeah, it's imaginary. It's, yeah, it's legally the same thing, even though one of them is tax exempt. Right. Like for <laughs> and some clearly people, is a different and now thing. It's funny. So I probably hosted thousands of movies in my day at the Alamo Draft House. Yes. And one of my favorite things to do for a premiere is, is that movies are church for some people. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like a catchphrase I used for years. And now I'm kind of rethinking it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like one, uh, you know. You know, if a lot of things are closed, that they're probably closed on purpose. Like, don't yeah. open. Now, they're not going after New York. They're going after New Jersey because they think uh, Cuomo is too mm. aggressive and will, like, smack them down. Or, like... <laughs> they like, have a way less of a chance in New York. <laughs> or, like, maybe even keep them closed longer out of spite. Mm. Which I don't think Cuomo is like that at all. I think he's amazing. But uh, the <laughs> yeah. governor of New oh, Jersey, not, Murphy... Yeah, it's is, not like the governor of New Jersey's ever done something out of spite before. Now, New Jersey, with 100 theaters, just that state is 2.5% of the box office in the United States. Okay. Which makes sense to me. It's yeah. Right. Um, even for such a small state, but it's, it, I don't understand why they're, di- now they say that they're basically suing to that they get to be open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're going to, like, it's not actually going to go to yeah, court. The, they're going to yeah. threaten the lawsuit. Open the economy kind of thing. But like, here's like, I felt bad for every movie theater until now. <laughs> it's like look if the state says you are closed because of a health concern and they don't want to close the churches because you know the, the very religious people are gonna 
kind of go insane and like you don't know what they're gonna do when you poke that bear especially in fucking new jersey uh i'm so i'm not on board with this lawsuit i think if you have to sue to be open in the middle of a like a health pandemic you are on the wrong side of history on that your your business is not the same thing as a religious institution yeah at all it just isn't so it's not legal there, and it's there are not other states you can open it this is only 2.5 percent you are picking the wrong battle yeah <laughs> uh just found out no fantastic fest announced mm. today at five o'clock yep so festival that i in the past have yep. worked for <laughs> started started with the cancellation of south by southwest and yep. now we're already at the, no, uh, no fantastic fest. This, this podcast year. started with uh, interviews from there with Doug yeah. Benson and the Maltons mm-hmm. and all sorts of friends. Had our only live show at Fantastic. Our fest. only live show at Fantastic Fest with our close personal friends Doug Benson, Ari Aster, and uh, Justin Long. Yeah. So really it's sad, a- but uh, they said there is no plan to do a digital version of the fest. They've looked into oh. it, but they are planning to do a week of free online events. Okay. So it's like they might show a couple shorts one night or like a video. They said at one point they're going to show a video of a past fantastic debate. I hope it's mine uh, (laughs) because I did it a boxing match with former uh, host of the show, Mason, Uh and he beat the living shit out of me. Oh, yeah, And I'm bleeding all over the place and it's pretty fucking good. Yup. All right. <clears throat> I don't think you've recovered since. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, he beat me so hard that I drove the next day not knowing I had a concussion and crashed my car. Yep. Okay. Accurate. <laughs> uh, Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Real short news turnover with her. Okay. A couple days ago, uh, put, leaked out that she was considering a role where she was going to play a transgendered man. Yes. And then about 24 hours later, it released a really nice statement saying, hey, I should not have even considered this. I've listened to what people said. I have been informed and educated, and I am no longer considering this. Yeah. Which one, good on you, Hallie. Yeah. Good move. I like where you're at. Two, I can't help but think that maybe she did that on purpose. Like, yeah. But in a good way, like a good connotation. Yeah. I don't, like, I'm so removed from. My agents are pushing me to take this role. Let me put it out there and show them what the public is going to think about it. Maybe people (laughs) with a certain amount of wealth have the the privilege of being able to, like, step away and, like, not really know what's going on in the world yeah and so she wanted the consensus from that community and they unanimously said fuck you and she goes all right <laughs> yeah. fuck me i'll yeah. do it i'll do a different role yep i don't need yeah this. We've, we've come uh come a decent way from like the dallas buyers club where we give straight people all of the awards for playing a you yeah, know cisgendered, you, cisgendered person playing a trans person yeah but, yeah i don't know if i call jared leto a person but <laughs> <laughs> He's something. <laughs> Dickhead. Somebody playing something they're not. Okay, there you go. Uh, Although that is kind of the point of acting, but that's a different thing. Sure. That, that's a whole different... <laughs> yeah. I've got two piece uh, information about director's cut. I split them out in the show. We're going to do the first one now. Uh, and this was kind of like my fear about director's cuts in general is that mm. we're going to see more of them. Yeah, we're going to see double people, their money. People trying to entice, like, oh, if I can get a whole bunch of fans that say they want this cut, this mm. will give me more money for it. Uh, or worse yet, studios using it to double sell things. Yep. Um, but when asked uh, about a director's cut, for Rocky Balboa from Sylvester Stallone. He said, I am not doing that, but I am doing a director's cut on Rocky 4, which will be amazing. 
And if you don't know what Rocky Four is, that's the one where he goes to Russia and does that really weird fucking speech. They can do it. I can do it. We can all be friends. And where he fights Dolph Lundgren and Dolph Lundgren goes, I will break you. And also, it's the one with the fucking robot. (laughs) Yes, the one where he ends the Cold War. (laughs) Yeah, there's a robot. There's a fucking weird training robot that helps him train. It looks like Eva. Oh, God. That's a fucking thing. And so we're getting a director's cut of that that nobody wants. Also, a friend of mine, old peer from Alamo Draft House, uh, has been uh, doing something she calls Sequester Stallone, where she is watching every (laughs) single one of his movies in quarantine. Oh, my God. And she thought, she's like, I'll pick the best ones, not knowing quarantine was going to go so long. So now she's like going down. So they're getting worse and worse. Rhinestone at this point. Right, exactly. Oh, what's the one where he's the arm wrestler and he turns the hat around? Oh my god, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Oh, I'm not even Have you not familiar seen, oh, I, with that now. Wait, no. talk for a second. I'm going to look All this right. up. Yeah, my I, I only go as deep on him as like Rhinestone, which was the one with, was it him and Dolly Parton? Where yeah. he was a country singer. Over with, the top! Over Sorry. The, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, fuck, I'm so pissed at myself. Yeah, he's like, he's basically, the whole plot is he's a, uh, he's a, a professional arm wrestler. And like, he wears a cap and he turns the cap around. Oh my God, I remember that yeah. pun, yeah, over the top, because that's how you win arm wrestling. Oh, Jesus yeah, I Christ. I turn my cap around a different person. <laughs> that's what he says in the movie. Fuck yeah. All right. Oh, God. America's father, Tom Hanks. This is another weird 24-hour turnover story that I am fucking intrigued by. Hmm. So Tom Hanks is uh, starting to do, you know, press and interviews for Greyhound. Not the bus company, his movie about World War II. I was going to say, I was like, that's odd, but Very easy to confuse because... It's like <laughs> it's like if I had a, had a movie that's just called Uber, but it's not about cars; it's about Germans. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got this movie. No, no, it's got the umlauts. Yeah, that's, that's how you know it's, it's actually about the Germans. Uber. <laughs> Uber movie. Uh, so Tom Hanks has a movie called Greyhound. It's a World War Two. It's like mostly on a boat. I think the boat's probably called the Greyhound. That's my guess. That fucking, makes sense. I watch. Yeah. Um, so he got kind of chopped up quotes in this interview where they said that uh, because it was sold to Apple TV, it's not going to mm. go out in theaters. And we reported on this last week that it's going to go on Apple TV, yeah. not in the theaters. Apple TV paid something like $70 million for it, which is not a lot for a movie. He yeah. said he was he had absolute heartbreak that he wasn't going to be able to share this in theaters. And he, and then he, he said, I don't mean to make angry my Apple overlords, but there is a difference in picture and sound quality. Oh, so yep. Uh, apparently he pissed off the Apple overlords, so he immediately, the <laughs> next Apple, day... Apple, who is a company who is very about their picture and audio quality right. on their products. So now he said, and I just took a, like, just a section of the quote, because it's so long. His apology is so long. Oh, yeah. But he says something to the effect of, Probably well, I'm actually... Hand-typed thro- hand on a vintage typewriter, <laughs> like, <laughs> with his own letterhead, yeah. Right, he says, uh, well, I'm actually thrilled that Apple TV is making it possible for everyone to see Greyhound 
now, not only worldwide, but as long as you have Apple television. But it's also the day after my 64th birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And then goes on to talk about, like, hey, this movie was dead in the water, no pun intended, but, like, you guys <laughs> saved it. But, uh, oh, I have another clip. Well, it's, this is a magnificent gift that comes to us because of Apple, because COVID-19 did something heartbreaking to us all. It closed down the theaters. We don't have to do the same to cinema. So he's like... Mm really um he, he's he stresses yeah there, what i meant was there's nothing like seeing a good movie with 800 other people but you know in the end apple, apple saved the day which makes me think that <laughs> apple was like hey we just spent 70 million fucking dollars on this thing tom hanks yeah and you just threw us under the fucking bus how about you go fuck yourself america's dad uh now if i was tom hanks i'd still be like hey i'm tom hanks i stand by everything i say fuck you <laughs> fuck you tank but the movie i'll make 10 more that's that's not what the the nicest man in Hollywood would do. I have to assume <laughs> that uh, a couple, one of two things happened. Either Apple came back and said, "Hey, you hurt our feelings," and he goes, "Oh, golly gee, gosh, I'm yeah, so well, sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, let me fix that." Or Apple uh, does <clears throat> listen to everything you say and do it. They have something on him. <laughs> Maybe not a Russian piss taste. Nicest man in Hollywood, huh? <laughs> yeah. How about this? We have video of you injecting young people's blood into you. And we're going to share it unless you apologize. Our sound and audio quality is excellent on your video. It's worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can have all the young people bloody he wants. That's fine. That's that it story. depends on how you source the young people blood. Yeah. I, mean, if they're just I would giving imagine it up. there's plenty of people willing to give Tom Hanks their young people blood. I mean, there's a place up the street in Austin where they'll pay you 50 bucks a pot for donating a pint. That's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> maybe he offers a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he's just got to deal with them. Supply and demand. <laughs> sure. He's got it. He's got all that money. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, Joss Whedon. No, let's. Joss Whedon's getting a lot of bullshit. Uh, uh, I don't know how to start. Okay. So it started off with uh, the guy that plays Cyborg. Was it Ray Fisher? Uh, yes. Uh, and he basically, after years ago at a con saying he was so excited to work with Joss Whedon he's a delight to work with yeah said, it was like the Justice League panel yeah when, like the movie was about to come out they were right. doing their yeah, so he said we had stuff. to do basically yeah exactly and now he's, years he's later he's doing said, the corporate shtick thank god the center cut's coming out because uh, <laughs> Joss Whedon is abusive and shitty to actors and awful <laughs> and he's like a big baby and just like put him on fucking blast yep uh, now we got an official comment back from Joss Whedon uh-huh. which was that he has no comment no. he refuses to comment on this okay. now, a bunch of uh, women have come not, out not too not a denial denial just a no comment he's like I'm not gonna comment I got this. nothing um, a bunch of women have come out <clears> like <throat> yeah not like necessarily assault or abuse but he is very screaming and he wants his way and he's like a fucking he's awful to work with now yeah. Hashi we're doing a podcast shut up <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith <laughs> I saw that. Chimed in. <laughs> this is on the uh, Fat Man Beyond yeah. podcast. So yep. he dropped and he says that remember when I went to the Skywalker set, some people had worked with both versions of Solo and both versions of Justice League. Yeah, the yeah. visual effects that guy there said that there was a fair amount of trashing Zach's version of the movie on set by Joss mm-hmm. that Whedon would cut down, dismiss, and be negative about anything about Zach's version of it. Yeah, I guess he'd like maybe assumed he had a whole new crew. But it was the same people who made that version. It was that he the was middle of production. Yeah. Like, How would I, you assume that? I, 
I don't know. And maybe he just doesn't care. Maybe he's like, I'll talk all the fucking shit I want. I'm Joss Whedon. Yeah. But like, it makes me sad because like, like maybe he thinks they were in on the joke that they knew they were making a terrible thing and like that, right. no, that people don't do that. That's uh literally a plot line from BoJack Horseman. Uh, there you go. Uh, so like, no, the, they were probably all trying to make the is, best movie they could, and then he came in and shat on it a bunch sure. in front of them all. No, I gave him the benefit of the doubt when his ex-wife came out and said, "Hey, a lot of his feminist shit is a facade," mm. because it's like it's a he said she said divorce. Yeah. But like the more I hear about Joss Whedon, the more I'm like, oh, maybe I was an asshole by dismissing this out of hand. Mm. Maybe he is just a bad person. Yeah. Or yeah, hard, just, he, he you know, might... at, the, at the very least bad to work with. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, no, time will tell. Yeah. Suicide I mean. Squad director David Ayer <laughs> says that fans should demand the director's cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. He'd been staying out of it for a little while. Make, again, like, I'm afraid of this. Now, we know that he is super fucking butthurt that the studio interfered so much with his movie. Yeah. That yeah, he had a he different like, vision. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys that, like, you know that I have a style. That's the whole reason you hired me. Why would you fuck this, you know, change it so much? Yeah. Like, just don't hire me in the first place if you don't want my version of the movie. For real. Uh, and he also aggressively tweeted this week that the BET thing was not his line that Warner Brothers hmm. specifically made him put in that one of the characters wanted BET. Oh, which I thought was so fucking bizarre to like be forced into a movie. But it's Ugh. those little because like that is a shitty, racist, awful fucking part of that movie. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, apparently get- going back to uh, Justice League real quick. One Tell of me. the Joss Whedonism things was that the whole scene where uh, the Flash falls over into Wonder Woman's boobs. Um, oh, he put that in? He put that in, and Gal Gadot refused to do it, so they got a body double to what? film it. Yeah. That's he was awesome. like, I don't care, we're filming it with or without you. Yo, okay. So, yeah. That's the nail in the coffin for Joss Whedon for me. His yeah. picture's coming off my wall. And, and he also, like, cut... A whole lot of the black guy's character, you know, plot. Yeah, Apparently well, Cyborg was supposed to be the, the heart. Yeah, he was supposed to be the heart of the movies, and so he cut it out. Yeah. So not only is he misogynist, but he's racist too. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. Joss. That's our official stance now. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. You're you're now in the unless proven otherwise. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. File. You're now guilty until proven innocent. In my yeah. Book. Uh, so he's well butthurt. Says the BT thing didn't happen. Um. Or what happened, but it wasn't his idea. Uh, I don't like him going in and saying this, say, demand this cut. Mm, now, he's yeah. in a good position because it's DC and it can go on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, it's I feel like even, yeah, because the, the Snyder had m- a much better tact about it where he was, you know, still, you could you could argue that it was unprofessional to be like, hey, there's this other cut out there, but he wasn't like, demand it to come out. He was just like, I don't, yeah, I don't think hey, he was at all. I you think guys he- are talking about it, like, th- we did shoot a bunch of footage. Yeah, I think he was amused by it at first. He's like, yeah. I support it, but I don't care the way this, this, this feels more a little bit like Ayer Buskin. Yeah, which makes me wonder hmm. if a lot of the actors jumping on board the release the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. was kind of a post fuck you to just we wouldn't that be great <laughs> if they were like yeah we the whole reason we don't like this movie is because of what this guy did to it sure. that we can't talk badly about right now right 
<laughs> and Ray Fisher was like, he's a theater guy. So he was like, if I never work in another movie again, I don't give a fuck. Like, sure. He's a character actor from the theater. He's like, I'll go back to Broadway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> For I'm going to call this out. <laughs> so now, now imagine getting to the point where it's like you, you're building your universe. You, you're doing Justice League. You're kind of hoping you're kind of a match for Avengers level shit. Yeah. And then not only does Zack Snyder have to step away for personal reasons to come in Joss Whedon and he treats all of you like shit and you're Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot <laughs> yeah. and yeah. fuck it and Henry Cavill who's really classically fucking trained as an actor yeah. starts treating everyone like shit and then you have to go do the presser and talk all this good stuff about it yeah. and now it kind of makes sense that video uh, you know, where, um, you know, oh, yeah, actors, the sad flag, sad flag. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, oh, everything's just being, you know, garbage and shit upon. And yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Now, yeah. Because he signed on for Zack Snyder's vision of Batman. Yep. Not, not, gonna not what just made of it. No. Nope. Uh, mm. Ayers trailer for the tax collector has come out in the meantime, though. That's the mm. new Shia LaBeouf one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, now, the trailer is magnificent. <laughs> yeah. This movie looks fucking great. It looks like a just a well shot, well cut, thought out story about um like some like gangland shit. It's like a total okay. departure. It makes me think like, hey, just stay away from superheroes for a while. <laughs> However, is now has a bunch of controversy because people feel that Shia LaBeouf is kind of doing brown face a little bit because oh. we don't know that his his character is supposed to be Latino, but he kind of has like just the faintest hint of a Latino accent with him. Hashi, shut up! We're doing a podcast. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, but yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to either see it or right. look into it further because well, I feel like Ayer yeah, shot back he grew up in a Latino no, neighborhood, he's a white Jewish man, oh. but he just grew up in that area, yeah, and it's t- was... touched on in the movie. Yeah, so like he's absolutely not. You yeah. guys are just jumping to conclusions, which is understandable, especially right now. Yeah, but that was actually one of the things uh, I really loved about, um, I think it was Mark Bernardin, who's also on the um, Fat Man Beyond podcast, uh-huh. was talking about Miles Morales being half black, half Latino, mm-hmm. is like, that's who lives in Brooklyn now. Sure. Right. <laughs> and that character is from Brooklyn. It makes sense that he would be half black and half sure. Latino. Okay. Like, that makes sense for a modern Spider-Man from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. I buy that. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about Hamilton. Word. I fucking love Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't watched Boy. it yet. You gotta it's like watch it. three hours long. It's now, a lot of singing. <laughs> it's a lot of singing. It's three hours long. Now, here's something... Uh, that like I didn't even think about because I'm like you know we bought Disney Plus and we have it I don't mm-hmm. think about people I don't and how much of a pull this was gonna be so Disney mm-hmm. Plus saw a 72.4 percent increase in downloads of their app over the weekend <laughs> oh my god worldwide they're up for just for the that this past weekend over half a million downloads and again like that's just the app that's not talking about i just watch it in my browser most of the time on yeah, my yeah laptop with the headphones on yeah it's like i wonder how that translates to if people just want to have it on their phone now well or... the phone's an app yeah but it doesn't count for web browsing yeah yeah like i wonder what the breakdown is between sure. new downloads and new accounts gotcha know? i see what you're saying it's like people actually spending new money versus right. downloading the free app that you're already paying for uh i often think about how like when we get our analytics for this show mm. i can only see 
downloads from iTunes yeah, yeah, yeah. that have been listened to for more than like 30 seconds. So yeah. like, if you listen so to this podcast, my auto download of this podcast doesn't, doesn't count. count because I use pocket. If Cast. You listen, yeah. If you listen on any other way than iTunes, we don't get to see it. And like yeah. demographically about 55% is iTunes and the rest is other apps. Yeah. So yeah, we probably have a bunch more listeners or maybe <laughs> we don't cause y'all don't send in shit to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it's all bots. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? A bunch of Russian bots just listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? it's, it's you, me, and our four patrons. That's oh. <laughs> the actual numbers. Oh, <laughs> oh that would depress me. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they were originally going to be starting a Tron series because Disney owns Tron. Okay, makes sense. It was going to be from the screenwriter John Ridley, who did Twelve Years a Slave. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Good, good fucking writer. Yep. Um, but dropped it because now not Disney Plus, just Disney proper is looking at doing Tron three. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, yeah. With uh, hopeful that Joseph Kaczynski, who did Tron Legacy, will come back, mm. as well as hopeful that Daft Punk, yeah, will did do the, the score, score for two. Unfortunately, no, oh, no, the person, yep. they are looking for the lead. Uh huh. Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, damn it. Everything's full circle. Uh, Everything is full circle. I don't want to see Jared Leto do Tron. No. I'm over Jared stop, Leto. Stop putting Jared Leto in existing IP. He yeah. seems to do the best with an original thing. Sure. Let that him. nobody's familiar with that he can do whatever the fuck he wants with and do something weird because nobody knows it's supposed to be any different. Uh, counterpoint. What if we just let him go to a farm and run around and tire himself out? I mean, he kind of does that on his own, yeah, apparently. Just, just get tired, <laughs> was, just take a nap, but... He was unaware of coronavirus lockdowns That's really for like a month funny. or something, because he was like out with his weird, you know, wellness in the, you know, <laughs> in the country thing. Now, the uh, the <laughs> actor that plays Baron Mordo, what's his name? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Thank you for. Mm-hmm. Said he's very excited <laughs> to work with Sam Ra- uh, Ra- Raimi. Raimi? 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 Grimes. He's excited to work with Grimes. Uh, he's excited to work with director Sam Raimi because he loved Darkman as a kid. Okay. And I fucking forgot. Oh, the whole mic just went down. Still good. You got, I got it. it. You got it. I'm a Freddie Mercury. Great. Yeah, just hold that mic. Uh, the uh, oh, this show's a fucking mess. Uh, <laughs> Mike's falling apart. The dogs cough in the background. We got four listeners. What the fuck? Um, love Darkman. I forgot about Darkman, and my memories of Darkman are watching it on HBO when I was real, real little, late at night when I should have been in bed and being like, "This is amazing." <laughs> yeah. And Darkman's kind of not really a superhero, but kind of like a vigilante. Yeah, uh, and he like loses all the yeah, skin on his like body. A, the spirit kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, but, like loses all the skin on his body, but like also loses his like pain receptors so he can take a lot of pain and he's yeah, like, kind of like yeah. a spy he's almost like Batman sneaking around can take a punch like Homer Simpson right so <laughs> I'm gonna search out Darkman and watch it because I am excited to revisit because I totally forgot that fucking existed word uh, in the why the fuck do we need this file this week mm-hmm. nothing hey. I got no news on any reboots things exist Megan. on purpose this week I like it <laughs> what do you got for Dan news Dan news uh, so we got some Black Widow news. I like that. Uh, which is, in theory, coming out in November, maybe. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so when I was looking up uh, some other stuff about it that happened this week, I realized uh, this uh, director I wasn't familiar with, uh, Kate Shortland. Okay. We, we like to shout out 
female directors because they make good things better things better things (laughs) and do them better behind the scenes as well uh she's an australian director Mm -hmm. who's uh basically only has three full film like full length film credits Mm -hmm. uh her first movie is called somersault from 2004 which won 41 awards whoa (laughs) yeah in a bunch of different countries good for her man uh, then her next movie was eight years later, Lore, uh, which won 34 awards internationally. I loved it, but that's okay. Yeah. 34 more than I have. Her third movie from 2017 called The Berlin Syndrome, nominated 23 times, won one. Um, so they get worse Australian. every time. <laughs> they so, seem to, but, but theoretically, she only makes award-winning movies. <laughs> theoretically, though, uh, we'll get to see like eleven or twelve award nominations for Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, if we stay on this track. Yeah, but anyway, so she was uh, she was doing an interview with uh, Empire Magazine, mm-hmm. and the news part of it was uh, she said Kevin Feige realized that the audience would expect an original uh, an origin story so of course we went in the opposite direction nice uh, and we didn't know how great uh, Florence Pugh would be Florence Pugh is playing uh, Yelena Belova who was black in the sister. comics other um, another black widow from the same program from the same program yeah when Natasha Romanoff black widow went to America the Russian government said, Yelena, you're now the Black Widow because the other one's gone. Got it. Um, so they kind of existed parallel to each other. Understood. Um, and it just gets fucking weird from there because comics. But anyway, uh, so we didn't know how great Florence Pugh would be. Uh, we knew she would be great, but we didn't know how great. Well, she was the goddamn May Queen. Yeah. If you don't know who she is, she was in Midsummer. She was the May Queen. Directed by Ari Aster. Yeah, friend of the show. Close personal friend of the show. Sat next to you. He sure did. He wasn't happy about it. <laughs> but he sat there. Um, he said, uh, Scarlet is so gracious, like, oh, I'm handing her the baton, so it's going to propel another female storyline. Well, that's great. So apparently Scarlett Johansson is like, oh, I totally get what this is. I'm totally for it. She's awesome. Right. Um, and it's. Marvel. I would be pissed off because yeah. it's like, oh, the women have to hand off their their thing where the men just keep yeah. adding every movie. <laughs> but at least we have a Captain America parallel. Yeah. But we so. also have, like, yeah, and, uh, you know, Natasha Romanoff is dead. Sure. That's okay. Like, perma dead as far yeah. as we're aware in the universe. So it's like sure. a way to keep Black Widow going. Maybe Scarlett Johansson's, you know, she's been doing these movies for 10 years. Maybe she's Maybe ready she's to give it a break, it. too. All right. Um, and then uh, talking about Endgame, uh, she said that uh, in the interview, they said in Endgame, uh, fans were upset that Natasha didn't have a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Scarlett Johansson, she said, when I spoke to her about it, Natasha, uh, she said Natasha wouldn't have wanted a funeral. She's too private. And anyway, people don't really know who she is. I buy that. So what we did in this film was allow the ending to be the grief the individuals felt rather than a big public outpouring. Oh, shit. And I, I think like that. that's a fitting ending for her. So oh, so we're going to see a bunch of gonna, other people. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to time jump to uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow's death. Time or heist. If they're, if they're, yeah, if they're going to leave it as, like, her leaving the Russian family, going to, you know, be a full-time Avenger kind yeah, of that's uh, great. leaving. Yeah, that's great. like that. Uh, but somehow we're, we're going to get some closure in a more personal way with the with this character oh fucking a yeah and from an award-winning filmmaker love it sounds like yeah it's gonna hit you in the feels 
All right, news to lighten the moods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw a trailer for a new HBO Max movie. Yeah. And again, like, I, I was so against <laughs> HBO Max, but now I'm kind of feeling it. It's their first comedy. They bought it from Seth Rogen. Okay. It is called An American Pickle. <laughs> okay. And it is about a man, a Jewish man in Europe, who falls into a pickle vat and is pickled and therefore preserved for 100 years. <laughs> And then is reanimated. <laughs> All live action, mind you. It's pickle Steve Rogers? <laughs> yes, but it's Seth Rogen, and now he's in America after being in Europe. Theoretically, Israel. I was I get fucked. I'm a pickle. That, that. And then meets his descendant, who is also played by Seth Rogen. <laughs> and then him trying to adjust to a hundred year later life. With Seth Rogen. Oh. So that's my news to like. <laughs> Go watch that trailer, An American Pickle. Oh, coming to you from the man who smokes more weed than God. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Just. I'm, like, I'm going to get HBO Max just for the Snyder Cut. But now I'm going to yeah. watch the shit out of an American Pickle. Say, HBO Max was mad about spending that much money on extra footage for the Snyder Cut, which people are clamoring for. Right. But they gave a whole bunch of money for this. The same I think time. this was made and they bought it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That I don't think they produced sense. an American Pickle. And if they did, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> It's, it's kind of in the <laughs> things we don't need column, but I need this. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I need it. Like it is, it is dumb. Like just because I hate it doesn't mean we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, because in the uh, was it the Seth Myers does the uh, the kind of news we need right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of movie we need right now. I need an American pickle, a pickle man. <laughs> Like, now to be then to be clear, he does not turn into a pickle or have any pickle powers. He is just pickled. But he falls into a vat a la Ace Chemicals Joker and then is just preserved perfectly for a hundred years. years. Just the same as he was, maybe so, smelling a little more sour. Alright, that's it for this week. Remember folks, we're patreon.com slash five by five at the movies, number five, oh. word by number five at the movies. We oh, sure God. would appreciate your five bucks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dan Richardson, for being here. (laughs) Breaking the mic again. God, we need better equipment. Yeah, please sign up for the Patreon. Patreon. We need to buy some new equipment. Better mic stands. Good lord. Thanks so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Assuming there's more than four of you out there. Find us on Facebook at 5x5 <laughs> if you're with the movies. The four, you're paying for it. Yeah, let might us as well know. email us. We'll, we'll read it out. Wouldn't that be depressing if every week we think there's 4,000 <laughs> listeners and there's four? <laughs> Thank you, Dan Benjamin Hattie Cook, who don't listen to this uh, podcast and the entire yeah, 5x5 network. Four listeners. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 The Movies roll, roll credits. credits.